My first encounter with racial hostility. My name is Eric, and welcome to the craziness that lives inside my head. When I was growing up, my mom would tell me stories about her bringing up in Baltimore. She told me that my grandmother would give her bus fare and let her into the bus first, pay her fare, then sit in front seat near the driver while my grandmother went to the back and sat at the back of the bus with the rest of the black riders. You see, my mother was light-skinned and able to sit with the white folks in front of the bus. Now, I'm going to be real honest and upfront with you. I did see the hostility between dark-skinned blacks and light-skinned blacks. But is that racial hostility? I know from being a fat kid growing up, and nobody wanted me to be on their baseball team or a partner of any kind because I was too fat to play sports. And even as I got older, too fat to have sex. Is that racist? I have mentioned this in my podcast. As a black, fat, gay man in the bars along Christopher Street in the 1970s, I have overheard quite a few white gay men claiming how they wouldn't even think of being with a black man unless he had a big fat dick. Is that racist? I don't know. So I digest. My very first racial hostility was when I was 14 years old, living in East New York, Brooklyn, New York. I was, uh, excuse me, it was the year 1966, I was attending Harry A. Eisman Junior High School, or Junior High School 275, in Brownsville. The school was on the borderline of Brownsville, East New York, and Canarsie. The nearest library was in Canarsie. I went there to finish up a scoop report. Once finished, I left the library and waited for the city bus at the bus stop that was in front of the library. There was this very dark-skinned black girl, younger than me, waiting there also. Then, oh, waiting also. It was Canarsie. I would say that time, 90-90% of the people who lived in Canarsie was Caucasian. So you can imagine, you got two black kids waiting for the bus stop in a white neighborhood. I mean, that was the only, that was the closest library. What, what, what were you supposed to do? So this tall, very heavy set white man with one arm, he only had one arm now, came over to wait for the bus along with us. And for some strange reason, he began to berate the black girl. He called her all kinds of racial vulgar language Making her, making her cry. She was crying. I was shocked to hear such foul racism in a person. And, you know, I never heard it. I heard, I think I was kind of seen it on television. And couldn't understand what the girl did to make him so angry. 
Then I did hear him say, you people need to stay in your own neighborhood. You people? Ain't I part of you people too? Why didn't he come after me? I was waiting to him. Well, that was the worst I've seen and heard racism up front and center. I heard and read a lot about it, but haven't experienced it much. I grew up in New York City, and most people thought I was either Puerto Rican or Dominican, or even I was West Indian, but I never had that kind of racism in my face. As I got older, you know, the difference between, I would say this, the difference between racism in the North and racism in the South. In the South, they're up front in your face with their racism. In the North, they'll pat you on the back and while they're patting you, they're stabbing you in your back. They're, you know, and I used to say this all, all the time. You know, I, I, as I grew up and started working in, in uh, corporations, I've seen it. I've seen it. You know, I, I, I had a friend and she was a black woman and she was going for her Ph.D. And her complaint now, this is, I got older. I was in my 20s. And and um, she was complaining to me that if you're black and you want a good job, you got to be 100 times better than a white person. Because that's the way it is. But I just want to say that there's a lot of ugliness, race, ugly, ugly racism that I haven't really upfront in my face. No, I haven't. My mother has. But my mother's had it from both sides. Blacks uh, berated her and, you, it, it, I mean, berated her and called her racial names. You light skin, blah, 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 blah. And white people also did that. So my question is, can black people be racist? I mean, we know black people can be racist. It's racism against white people, but can they be racist against themselves? I've always wondered this. Now, this is back in the 60s. Now, I haven't, like, again, I haven't seen much of this. As I got older, I'm not in the corporation world anymore. But the corporation, I had a friend. I got my one of my first white friends, I should say. I was in my 20s. That's the one who got me, in, you know, hang out in Christopher Street. That's how I got on the, in all the bars, by the way, because I had a white friend who, you know, got me in. And he would say something that's very interesting. He would say, you know something, Eric? White people are not going to call you the N-word in your face. They're going to smile on your face. They're going to pat you on your back. And they're going to be your friend. But believe me, when white people have dinner around the table, that N-word flies. My name is Eric. And thank you for listening to this, listening to this little bit of the craziness that lives inside my head.